Welcome to Against the Lodge, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you with spaghetti and meatballs behind the glass, producing this baby-faced Joel Solomon. And joining me as always, my gurus of gambling, my wizards of wagering, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta Harry, brother Bry, Darren, the parlor kid. What is happening, guys? What's going on, Sal? How you doing, Sal? What's going on, buddy? You could hear, you could see these guys. Well, you could hear and see these guys. Harry, every day, extrapoints.com. Give out video picks. That's what Harry does. Harry, not, nothing um, too crazy lately, right? Just uh, You had the um, the fancy uh, winter hat on today, uh-huh. but that was it. That was That's nothing not, nothing crazy. You nothing haven't made, had your shirt off in like four it. days. I, I was on a little bit of a ride, three in a row, trying for four out of five. Couldn't get there, so it's been back and forth still. Nothing made. Oh. I was more t- talking about the location, like usually in the Arctic or something crazy in the wilderness. But uh, Parley Kid, Brother Bry, also making picks. You can catch Jen Piacenti. She gives her daily picks. She and Eddie Spaghetti did a da- uh, fantasy update. All your questions were answered. They did that uh, Wednesday's episode. Check it out, extrapoints.com. Lots going on there. Uh, oh, lots of contests for us. There's a prop quiz. There's an NFL contest, college contest on extrapoints.com slash arcade. Some guy named Sal Icano, I think that's me, won the college contest 13 out of 19, and I'm terrible in college. In this Friday episode, I'm 1-9 in nine in my last 10. Somehow I won this contest, and I won a prize. We'll see if uh, Extra Points sends me a prize. It's going to be interesting. But right now, we're going to focus on the Saturday and Sunday games. We have seven pro and three college. Let's start off with the big one, Kansas City home Laying three to Buffalo, 56 and a half. We get our odds from Fandle, fandle.com slash against all odds. It's where you get all your betting action done. I don't know what's going on here. I like the Chiefs to win the division. They're at minus 110. I'm like, this is a nice time to grab them. But I don't know when they're going to make their move. I don't think it's this Sunday night. I really don't. I'm taking the Bills plus the points. The Chiefs offense is excellent. And why Tyreek Hill and Mahomes are in sync, nothing else really matters. The Bills' offense, for what we've seen, is very good. But the Bills' defense is much, much, much better than the Chiefs' defense. They have two shutouts. I don't care who they played. They have two shutouts. They've allowed the fewest passing yards and the fourth fewest rushing yards in the NFL. I mean, I'll probably buy it up to three and a half, but I think this is coming at the wrong time of year for Andy Reid and the Chiefs. I mean, Jalen Hurts had almost 400 yards passing last week. Sanders, Diggs, they break out. They have monster games, and I think the Bills win. I'm taking the three points. Harry, you agree with me? Yeah, I'm rolling with you, Sal. I'm taking the three as well. A bit of a revenge on this game, on the minds of Buffalo, too. Losing uh, a regular season last year at home to Kansas City and obviously in the AFC Championship game. Uh, Josh Allen, nine touchdowns, two picks, keeps getting better and better. And second year back, Zach Moss, uh, very reliable in the red zone uh, for the Bills. He's got four touchdowns so far this season. Um, I know Josh Gordon's been picked up by Kansas City. He's going to play. I don't know how much he's going to really help them. But Sal, you made it to the point where it's Kansas City's defense that's going to probably be the default of them. And they're probably going to lose this game because of the defense. 29 points or more they've given up in all four games. I think Allen exploits that. And the Bills plus three is solid, but maybe even win on the money line. I don't know why I'm so fascinated by these regular season wins. And they keep it going. They haven't done this in years past. But FanDuel, go to FanDuel.com slash against all odds. You can catch these win totals. And some of these are wacky. Now, what would you guys – oh, the Chiefs isn't that bad. I thought it was bad. So the Chiefs are 11 and a half. Um, but 
think they lose. I think they lose again this week. It's going to be an interesting, huh? great Sunday night game. I'm glad they're keeping it going. Now, Pittsburgh, Denver. Oh, man. So Denver was a one-point favorite, and now Pittsburgh's a one-and-a-half-point favorite. This is swung with Bridgewater news. Uh, actually, there's no news. He didn't practice Wednesday. I'm not sure what, what's going on today uh, or, or yesterday. Pittsburgh, one-and-a-half, 39-and-a-half is the over-under. I'm going with the Steelers. And here's a question you guys probably hadn't considered. Should Big Ben be benched? No, I'm kidding. Nobody could shut up about this. Everybody wants to talk about it. But I will say this. Mike Tomlin, if you want to go over 500, and there's no 500 this year because there's 17 games, you better win this one. This is it. It's probably going to be an ugly game. Probably going to have to force turnovers. You're going to have to do it the Steelers way. And Drew Locke is going to have to make more mistakes than Big Ben. And uh, I'm going the Steelers only because it's a must, must, must win. I don't believe in Denver as much as everyone else does. They won their three games against teams that were 0-9 uh, before last week. And then they got beat up by the Ravens and what I think is resembles this team more. I know the AFC West is good. I think Denver ends up in last. I'm going Pittsburgh. Brother Bry, you agree with me? Yeah, I like I like Pittsburgh too, minus one and a half. We really don't know how good Denver is. I mean, we know their defense is good. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Do, do they play Bridgewater in this game after like a bad concussion against the Steelers defense? I mean, I would expect them maybe not to play. But if Locke is in there, mm-hmm. uh, they're going to be in trouble. Um, even if Ben struggles a little bit, which I think he will, this line, it's just too low to me. I think they'll force a few turnovers um, against Locke. I mean, Locke, oh, geez, I'm like anti-Locke uh, yeah. so so bad here. But I just think Steelers minus one and a half is just a really low line and you get a little bit of value here with them. You probably won't, you know, I don't, I don't think you typically would see that. It should probably be three. For playoff teams, I think this is the first must win for playoff teams from last year. Oh, I think yeah. this is the first one. Yeah. Right? I agree. With year, that. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. What sense. do you think the Steelers over under is? Because I like I said, I'm infatuated with these season win totals. What do you think it is? Well, it was eight and a half, so probably what did it go down to like seven and a half after their start? It's six six and a half. Holy shit. Wow. Wow. Six and a half. And the Vig isn't even that much. So I mean Oof. seven and ten, you get a win. Babyface, jump in. You don't think your team will go seven and ten? I mean, yes, yes, they they should. Like you said, this is like a a, a turnaround game. I, th- I think they're gonna. This will be the first game they're gonna limit Ben and and, and really figure out what he can do well at, at this age and this ability of 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 his career and uh, it, and and load up on Najee. I mean, this is uh, you're right. It's a must win game. If not, yeah. I mean, it's that's there's no reason to wait and go to Mason Rudolph. I mean, the problem is there's no easy game in their division if they lost at home to right. the Bengals right. by whatever they did, right? That's, so, that, that's the thing. Yeah, that's the only thing. The other thing I'll say is I, I urged everyone, this is my favorite, but I don't know why I'm, I, I think I'm anti-lock too, but I'm, I'm just anti-Denver in general. They were plus 154 on Fandle to not make the playoffs after the Jet win. Now it's down to plus 106. I still like it. I still like them to not make Love it. it. I think there's still too, too many strong teams in there. So go put that one in. Uh, All right, this next game breakdown is brought to you by our friends at Better Edge. Green Bay favored by three, 50 and a half is the over-under at Cincinnati. I am taking the Packers. Look, you can get excited all you want about the Bengals, but they barely beat the Vikings and Jags, and they lost to the Bears. The Packers are a complete team. They stumbled out of the gate versus the Saints. They look as good as anyone since then. 
Green Bay wins by 10. They improve to four and one against the spread and they get my better edge. Harry, where's your better edge going? Mine is going to be on the over sale, over 50 and a half. The last three times these two have met 51 points or more have been scored in all three. And who's really going to stop Rogers bombs away for uh burrow over 50 and a half. All right, brother, Bry, you disagree. Where's your better edge? Uh, yeah, I'm fighting Harry here. My better edge goes to the under 51 and a half. The under has now hit in three straight Bengals games and eight and three in their last 11. Their defense has held their own so far. And I'm not sure I'm ready to get, uh, I, I really don't know if the uh, Bengals can get into a shootout here with Rodgers. And, uh, you know, one thing just to note, they've only, they're bottom of the league in total plays run. So 55 plays per game. So I think, I think this is a lower scoring game than Harry thinks. All right. Parlay kid, your better edge goes to. I'm taking the Bengals and the points here, Sal, in a matchup of three and one teams. I'll take the healthier home team in Cincinnati. Jarrier Alexander is probably out for the Packers, depleting their secondary, and their defense is already ravaged with injuries. The Bengals' offense will exploit this. Jalen Smith will not help at all. Take Cincy in the points. Yes, Jalen Smith. That's what happens. You wear number nine for the Cowboys. The legend's number, Tony <laughs> Romo. You deserve to get cut, Jalen Smith. Enjoy your career freezing in Green Bay. All right, that's our better edge pick right there. Yes, the edge is brought to you by Better Edge, bringing the edge back to the betters with no fee sports betting at betteredge.com. You, not the books, set the price of betting lines so you can make bank with no VIG or sportsbook fees. Better Edge is available in 45 states for real money sports betting positions. Join Better Edge's free pick'em contest with Against the Laws. The degenerate trifecta will be playing this week too, so even more reason to check it out. The winner will receive a free copy of Madden 22 Enter for week five at B-E-T-T-O-R, edge.com slash A-A-O. Create an account and use code A-A-O for $10 on your first order. Play the game without getting played at betteredge.com. Harry, what's your greatest Madden victory? Can you remember? No, I don't know. I don't play. I don't know. Good question. You play the kid. You play the, my kids downstairs every time. <laughs> oh, they kill doesn't. me every time. It's, 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 it's 56-6 after... Uh, at halftime, so I'm better. Yeah, but you play some. You play the college, right? You don't play Madden, right? right. You go like you know, like uh, Utah State or something. You know, <laughs> I'm Clemson. It's stupid. Video All games right. are for losers. There you go. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Chargers, Browns, let's do this. Chargers favored by one at home. I guess it's at home. 48 and a half is the over-under. Happy birthday, Rachel Bennett. I'm sure she'll be at this game. <laughs> I'm taking the Browns. Um. You know, I don't trust the Browns, but I don't trust this line either. And I think Staley's luck runs out a little with these aggressive calls. It's got to a little bit. And now they're playing an evenly matched team. But I'm not banking on a big game from Baker like I was from uh, from Derek Carr last week. And he disappointed me because I don't think Baker's capable of it, except for three or four times a year. What I am banking on is the Browns can run on the Chargers 29th in the league against the run the Chargers are. They went from 139, or they're 139 yards allowed now. They had 119 in 2020. Give me Chubb and Hunt all day. Chargers come down to earth. Brandon Staley's team loses 29-20. Parley Kid, you disagree with me. I'm going to be taking the Chargers here, Sal. I don't think this number is very high at all. They're 7-1 and one against the spread in their last eight games going back to last year. They're coming off some impressive wins against the Chiefs and the Raiders. Uh, 
Defensively, I know you talked about their weakness in uh, stopping the run. They've given up 74 points in four games, and that includes games mm-hmm. against the Raiders, the Chiefs, and the Cowboys. That's pretty darn impressive. They don't give up a lot of points. The Browns are not very explosive offensively. All right, They're going to run the ball. Conversely speaking, uh, the Chargers can be very explosive. And I think we haven't seen the uh, the Chargers' best offense yet. I really think that they're winning games, but I don't think we've seen them really break out offensively. I mm-hmm. don't think the Browns can keep up with the points that the Chargers can score. Let's take the Chargers in this one, Sal. All right. Go ahead, there. Uh, Arizona home, San Francisco. Cardinals five-and-a-half-point favorite, 50-and-a-half is the over-under. I really, really like this spot for the 49ers. Brother Bryce talked about zigzagging, and I'm going to zigzag. Just like I did last week, I liked Arizona getting a handful of points versus the Rams. It went from six to four-and-a-half. L.A. was full of themselves after beating Tampa Bay, and they got crushed. They weren't ready for this team. Same here with this Arizona. They're best team in football, the last undefeated team. They're hearing about it all week. It's, they're going to come out flat. Maybe they win. I don't think they cover the five and a half. Now, I know it's a, a tough task with Trey Lance in there. It doesn't look like Jimmy G is going to be uh, taking snaps, but I'm banking on the defense more than anything. And I think they contain Kyler Murray early. They don't get behind. Nick Bosa and company have held the Cardinals to 26 points or less in the past five meetings. I think this is a 21-17 type game. I'm taking the 49ers and the points. Brian, you like this abundance of points too. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And again, yeah, this this zigzag in the in the West, you know, that we we said at the beginning how, you know, the season, how great all these teams were. Even if the 49ers aren't as good right now because health concerns, um, I still mm-hmm. think five and a half is probably a little bit too much here. You know, you, like you said, Arizona looked like the best team in football last week. But I, I can't trust Kingsbury yet as a five and a half point favorite here, even though even if they're at home. So the Cardinals struggled last year as big home favorite against the 49ers, right? I think it was later in the season, big favorite, and uh, 49ers won that game. Mm-hmm. And, and who was even their quarterback at that point in time? So Shanahan was 5-3 and three last year as an underdog. He covered his last three. Um, I like, Yeah, I like this spot for the 49ers. I think they keep it within a field goal here. Again, this one jumped out at me. Over-under wins, Arizona Cardinals. You want to guess? Uh, anyone, anyone, 11, 10 and a half. Holly kid. I was going to say 10 and a half to fur 11 and a half. Wow. You have to go 12 and five. I know they have a nice little head start here, but 12 and five in that division. I don't know. I think it gets rough for them. Um, I hope it doesn't get rough for our Dallas Cowboys. Parlay kid, seven point favorite 52 is the over under against the giants. Harry wanted no part of this. He could have picked this game. Didn't want to do it. I'm taking Dallas minus seven. <laughs> Didn't want to hurt Parley Kid's feelings again after taking I Dallas got, last week. I do think this does have it does have an opportunity for a letdown here. This is would be vintage Cowboys, right? Everyone is so overconfident in this defense. They cut Jalen Smith because they don't need him. And I do believe they don't need him. And then the Giants do a number on them. But that would suggest that Jason Garrett has a game plan. And his offense against Mike McCarthy's terrible time management. I, I give Mike McCarthy the nod by the slimmest of margins. Um, slight margin. I'm saying eight to 13 points. Prescott, 1,066 yards, completing 75%. Dalton Schultz, 20 catches, 20. Paulie kid. C.D. Lamb didn't C.D. ball until the third quarter last <laughs> week, and they still get it done. 
a ton of points. I just think it's too much. And we're going to see some Danny Dimes turnovers. And maybe I'm out of my mind. Seven and a half. Didn't love it as much. But uh, if I have a push opportunity, I'll take Dallas minus seven. Right. I agree with that. So, look, the money's coming in on the Giants here. It's uh, strange mm-hmm. to see, but uh, supposedly a lot of the action is in on the Giants. I guess hence the line from uh, seven and a half to seven lately. Uh, Dallas has controlled this matchup the last few years. They've won four straight at home versus the Giants and seven out of the late seven out of their last eight overall. Uh, I think Jerry sent a message by getting rid of Jalen Smith, right? Like th- yeah. this is this is After a, they three and Cassian, one, right? With what? After they had just named him team captain. Uh, hey, look, I, I you know I've been saying for two years the guy is well, yes, nailed terrible. It. Yep, called it. Terrible. He's been a terrible uh player. By the way, them. I want to name I want to name Harry the captain of the degenerate trifecta. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what happens. Let's see if he's around next week. They're actually guys should have a captain. That's right, Harry, it. you're you're the captain. Uh, we will just we'll figure out what the duties entail. Um, but for now it. you're the captain. I All love right, it. I, like, like I said, I Jerry another says, job I don't get paid for. <laughs> Jerry sent the message. Cowboys are wide awake. Uh, the ball hawking Cowboys will force the Giants into a few turnovers. I think that ends up being the difference in this game. Jones has been playing well, but yeah. Dallas just has more weapons on offense. CD Lamb hasn't done much the last couple weeks. He has a huge game this week. Cowboys cover the seven. Maybe, maybe they win this by 10. 31 20, Dallas Cowboys. Spaghetti, how are you feeling about this? Or is your luck just in general so bad that you can't even back your team? <laughs> well, Sal, I think this will be the lamest uh, statement I'll ever make on any podcast with our network, but I just simply want the Giants to look good and competitive in this game. <laughs> like I just after like I, I was I'm starting to get frustrated after those losses to um, WFT and to Atlanta and obviously the impressive win down in uh, New Orleans versus Saints here. But uh, I've said it plenty of times that I, I think the Cowboys team is really good. Their defense is playing way above expectations. Micah Parsons is a freak of nature who changed positions as a rookie in the middle of the season, which is incredible. And I just want Jones who's been playing really well. Um, I want him to do you know a great job on the Giants to make it a close game. I don't have a lot of faith, but I just want to see a non-miserable effort. All right. I hope that for you too. But uh, you know what, Paul, like, I, that, that's the difference between previous games with the Giants and this one. Like we, we're getting turnovers, double digit turnovers we right. forced. Otherwise it could just be a shootout. It could be Dan and John Dimes has a good game against a crappy secondary, but I, this, this will know, we'll finally know if they're for real, I think uh, after this week. I don't, and, and that's saying like a lot because it's the Giants who cares, but I will, it'll, they'll prove a lot to me right there this week if they uh, win and win handily. So that'll be good. Let's go to the last game, Vegas. Every week I like them, Brian. I like your team. Mm. I like them Monday. I still like them Monday. I still think they're going to come back against the Chargers. They're favored <laughs> by five and a half. The over under is 45 against the Chicago Bears. Uh, like I said, boring. I like this team every week. It's the Khalil Mack Bowl. Who won that trade? Do we, do we know yet? I guess we'll find out Sunday. Well, but as of now, who won that trade? I mean, I guess if you're talking about cap space, I mean that's the only thing for the Raiders. It's not as obvious as well, we didn't want get to make it right. I mean, we didn't get Eric anything. Didn't make the playoffs last year. Our our picks were terrible. <laughs> we didn't get anything for those two first round picks. Right. Well, we lost the second round pick, but we got we got dog shit from that. Like, I mean, we botched that. It it could have been a Raiders. Uh, right. Could have been. A, a positive for the Raiders, but we botched the draft. So, uh, you know, 
All right. Although I, nice. I, I don't think I don't think Chicago got what they expected out of Khalil Mack just yet. Yeah. Know? Although I would, you know, I would say it would be nice to have Mack and Crosby together. I mean, for the Raiders, that would be nice. Although yeah. Gakwe's been good, so I can't complain. Well, for this week, Montgomery's out for a while, four to five weeks. I just think it's going to be tougher for Chicago to now kickstart their drives. I, I thought the Lions played well for most of the game against Chicago. I think the Raiders are going to score a lot. Josh Jacobs breaks out finally, you know, came back after an injury for the Monday night game was fine. Nothing great, but I think it's a 27, 16 type game, but you're going over Brian, shit, right? Shit. 27, 16. Sorry. That goes under. Yeah. I go. Yeah. Over. There's going to be a missed field goal. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I go over 44 and a half. Um, I lost a little bit of confidence in the Raiders after last week. So staying away from the spread might be a little too high, but whenever you can get a number this low, uh, in a Raider game, I'd play the over or just play mm-hmm. the over in every Raiders home game. In Vegas, they're 8-1-1 one, and one on the over in their 10 games there. Um, mm-hmm. I get, This is one of those games. Again, if you watch that Lions game, they move the ball up and down the field on Chicago. So, again, the Raiders right. should be able to score. Um, uh, it's It could be a weird game. I could see something where there's a defensive touchdown on either side of the ball. Um, you know, the Raiders defense has been the highlight of the season, but – I don't know. Every week I'm waiting for another injury to hurt them. You know, we we lost two cornerbacks the other day. I'm not sure who's actually, you know, we don't have a lot of depth right now. So there could be a couple of key injuries in the, in that game. So um, I'm not 100% confident they could stop them. But I think we score, we still score a bunch of points at home. I like the over 44 and a half. All right. And if you like the over, if you like the game, you can do it all on FanDuel Sportsbook. They want you to get the most out of every NFL game day. That's why. They're giving everyone a $10 risk-free bet every week. All you have to do is bet a same-game parlay bet with three legs or more. If your bet doesn't win, Fandle will pay you back up to $10. Yes, so take this uh, Raiders Raiders game with the Bears, for instance. Car over passing yards. I made the mistake last week, but do it again. Take the Raiders on the money line and throw one more in there for a same-game parlay. What do you think, Brian? For your team. Money line. We got car over yards. Um. You like oh, Waller over? I would say oh. I would say I like rugs over. Like I'll I'll go anytime I can get like a rugs over longest reception. I, I would look at that. Oh, that's a fun one too. Yeah, do it he, all. Yeah, he keeps hitting on those, so don't go that. That's a good one. We're gonna hit on one of these. I know we are. Same game parlay. By the way, someone won a fifty thousand to one, right? Plus, no, I'm sorry, it was plus fifty thousand on a same game parlay. Earlier in the week with all these Sharber home runs, right? Uh, Stanton homer. It was like four plays and it all went over on this. Finally, Stanton hit the home run. It was plus 50,000. How much did that guy win, Harry? Same amount. Yeah, it was $50 on it, right? So it was like $25,000 almost. So there you go. Same game parlays. Play them. You'll win fast payouts. Easy to use. Safe and secure. America's number one sports book. No feeling like now in a same game parlay. Lock in your bet today. At FanDuel Sportsbook, get up to 10 bucks back if your bet doesn't win. And if you're new to FanDuel, they're also offering a risk-free $1,000 bet if you prefer that. Just sign up with promo code against all odds. First bet loses, you get a grand in site credit. Promo code against all odds. Yes, if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and Virginia. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-270-7117. In Michigan, the Tennessee red line is 1-800-889-9789. Visit www.1800gambler.net in West Virginia or call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT-STEP 
to 53342 in Arizona. All right, college, let's do it. Do we have to? I'm one in 10 in our last 11 <laughs> college picks. I mean, I don't know why anyone will listen to me other than I've won this, this uh, stupid pool. I got free prizes all over the place. I don't deserve a prize for this uh, behavior, this kind of performance. Iowa, Penn State, this is it. I think this is the first time since 1997 that there's been a two teams in the Big Ten in the top five playing, and one of them's not Ohio State. Does mm. that make sense? Sure. 24 years. Uh, since that happened. Iowa was a two and a half point favorite. They're down to one and a half. 41 and a half is the over under. I'm taking the Nittany Lions. It's a fun one. It's a Fox game. Penn State's allowed 12 points per game. They haven't lost since last season's 41-21 loss to the Hawkeyes. I think they get revenge. Iowa's been doing a turn getting turnovers. Plus 12 turnover ratio. Sean Clifford, though, protects the ball pretty well. I think everyone's going low scoring in this game. I see it too. 1917 Nittany Lions, Penn State improves to 5 and 0 against the spread. They get the win for Coach Franklin. Uh, Harry, you're going under. Yeah, I'll take that score. Definitely. Yeah, I'm going to go under. I know it's, uh, we said 41 and a half. It's very tough to uh, take a college game on a total that low to go under, but I'm doing it. It's a tough game to handicap overall, but overall, it's two solid quarterbacks make little mistakes. Um, Spencer Petrus for Iowa and Sean Clifford, you mentioned the Penn State. Um, both schools are giving up just 12 points a game. Penn State hasn't given up more than 20 all season. No more than 17. The Hawkeyes have given up. Um, I know it's low and all, but the last two times Penn State has traveled to Iowa City, 40 points and 29 points were scored. So I'm going to go under 41 and a half. All right. Brian, you disagree with me? You like Kirk Ferentz, Coach Ferentz to pull off uh, the win here? Yeah. Um... You know, this has typically been a Penn State series, right? The last couple of years, except for last year with the, when I would just beat them up. Mm-hmm. Although I will say you gave out that score in 1917. It had me thinking, though, this is likely a heart attack close game, right? Coming down to the last five minutes. So yeah, um, somebody like Eddie Spaghetti should not be betting this game. <laughs> yeah, you know, Does it kick I off wor- the same time I, as Notre Dame? I, think I worried be about right. it. I worried about yeah. his health. So, uh, But my money would be on Clifford, though. You know, just watching Penn State over the years again, they've looked they've looked very tough uh, defensively. Uh, you know, Clifford's Clifford's been good this year too. So, but I just I get the sense watching them over the years that Clifford will make a few mistakes in this one, leading to some easy scores from Iowa. You know, teams that teams that force a lot of turnovers, you know, like the Cowboys can you know tend to continue to do so. And I think mm-hmm. Iowa's going to be rocking. Um, you know, I think, you know, they make one or two big plays on the defensive side of the ball and they win this game. You know, again, I think they win this game by three. So it's not it's not an easy game to bet. That's for sure. Do you guys think? I mean, the answer is yes, that there could be two SEC teams in the playoffs and two Big Ten teams in the playoffs. Now, the way that the path for that is um, you disregard Cincinnati, whether they're undefeated or one loss and. And Oklahoma loses in that big, right? Right. So and then like Ohio, that- Ohio State beats like what, Iowa or an undefeated? Right. Right. Something like that. I'm looking at these, but Penn State to make the playoffs is five to one. Ohio State is plus 146. Michigan is plus 350. And Iowa is plus 330. What do you think is the best value you guys had out of those four? I mean, I guess it's Ohio State, right? Yeah, they're getting they're plus just, money on Ohio State's probably the best value there. So yeah, yeah. yeah by I guess by, that's the, the, way to look by at the end of the year, I'm sure you know they'll they'll 
fix any of this. Spaghetti, I Harbaugh gets the Buckeyes at home this year. Yeah, that's interesting. Spaghetti, you've uh, talked about this ad nauseum with uh, Damashek. What do you think out of those four, if you had to put money on one? Well, I think what I said the other day, after having to listen to Dave uh, ramble on about Cincinnati and, <laughs> and uh, small schools who play like these community colleges go undefeated, uh, I think I took Penn State in the game versus Iowa. I like Penn State to, to ride it out, but I feel like if they beat Iowa, a nice win versus Auburn, I think that the Nittany Lions do deserve to to make the the top four. And if it is a two SEC, two Big Ten. Right. Yeah, he drove me crazy, Sheck, the other day, Wednesday. We were talking about it. I was talking 106 win Dodgers. It's not fair. They have to play in the one-game playoff. He's like, oh, they shouldn't have to play at all. They're done. They shouldn't make the playoffs. He said just the division winners should make it. So it's interesting. He wants no good teams in the playoffs or just maybe one, I guess. Uh, all right. Let's go Oklahoma Red River Showdown. What are they calling this? Red River. They got rid of a couple of names, right? Because they were uh, they were not PC. What was it? It was going to be the Red River murder. I, I forgot what they did. What, what was crossed out of there? Uh, Oklahoma is now a three and a half point favorite, 63 and a half over Texas. Is that right, Harry? Oh, or is it three now? It's three and a half. Uh, it's three and a half now. Three and a half, 63 and a half. I'm going Oklahoma. Spencer, I know everything's talk about heart attack games. They pull everything out close. Spencer Rattler, though, probably his best game last week. 22, it had to be. 22 for 25, 243, two touchdowns, a pick. Texas beat up on TCU. I know that because it's playing in our office um, every morning at 9 a.m. Uh, the Grizz, Scott Holmes, has it going. We just see the replay of that game. I don't know what the hell channel it is or what, but B. John Robinson uh, is in the lead in the Big 12 in rushing, 216 yards last week. This Casey Thompson was 12 for 22. He hasn't been asked to do much, and I think he is going to be asked to do uh, something big, convert a big play late. I think he and Sarkeesian come up short. And the good thing about this is you could take Oklahoma minus three and a half, and you could still cover when they're in the fifth overtime. So uh, that's what I'm banking on. They were in four overtimes last year. They won 53-45 against uh, then number 22, Texas. I'm going 38-30. Sooners, Harry, you're going against me. Yeah, uh, Oklahoma this year, I don't know who's really that great in the Big 12. Oklahoma 0-4 against spread in their Division I games. They've won those four games by a grand total of 21 points against Tulane, Nebraska, West Virginia, and Kansas State. You mentioned Rattler. Uh, Ten touchdowns so far this year after five games. At 15 after five games last year. Meanwhile, Texas' is, Steve Sarkeesian's offense is rolling 160 points in the last three games, averaging that's a 53.3 points per game average. Um, I think the Longhorns running game though, guys is going to be the difference. Um, uh, you mentioned Bijan uh, Robinson, sophomore running back for Texas South last three weeks, almost 500 yards rushing five touchdowns. He's getting six yards of carry. Uh, and again, I think Texas might be the best team right now in the big 12. Mm -hmm. I think they get it done against Oklahoma. They played some close ones in the past. I think Texas gets, Texas gets it done on Saturday. Texas plus 300 to win the big 12. Brian, what's a better bet? Oklahoma, if you like Oklahoma, minus 172 on Saturday or minus 150 to win the Big 12? Ooh, that's a good one. Right? Um, because that's tough. probably won't get tripped up. Well, I'm saying you don't like them, Harry, so you're gonna, you would like to go Texas, but mm, I don't know. That's a good question. I, yeah. I mean, they'll be a substantial favorite the rest of the way, right, over everything. Mm-hmm. 
They have to. Be. Yeah, they, yeah, that's uh because Harry Cyclones. That's a tough one. I, I'm, I'm, I'm banking on Oklahoma playing better by the end of the year, though, too. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's better. There you go. Rattler twenty to one to win the Heisman. Bryce Young on top now uh, after Alabama's big performance, beating Matt Corral's Ole Miss team. Bryce Young plus one twenty five. Matt Corral plus two fifty. Matt Corral's Ole Miss Rebels five and a half point favorite, sixty six and a half. Is the over-under over Arkansas and our guy, Bumper Pool, an NIL legend here at Extra Points, 11 tackles last week. I mean, both teams want to forget last week's trouncing, yeah. right? One at the hands of Georgia uh, and Bama, 37-0. Arkansas went down and 42-21. Ole Miss went down, although I don't even think it was, I don't know if it was that close. They were, they were out of it for a while. Arkansas, though, didn't turn the ball over versus Georgia. Uh, they had a punt block. They're going to have to play tight. K.J. Jefferson is better than people think. I think the last I'm throwing last week out for both teams. 909 yards, six touchdowns, two picks, second on the team in rushing. Arkansas won this game last year, 33-21. They're 4-0 against the spread in their last four after scoring fewer than 20 points in their previous game. They're a good bounce-back team on the spread. I think they bounce back with a win. Lane Kiffin takes it on the chin, Parley kid, in Oxford, 30-26. Sorry, so I got to go against you on this one. Uh, I think Kiffin you should be. Don't be sorry. You're going to probably win. I'm terrible. <laughs> I'm one in ten of my picks. I think Kiffin <laughs> wins the coaching matchup here with him versus Pittman. Uh, mm. Both teams are coming off disappointing losses, and when they were virtually just non-competitive in really big games uh, where they wanted to really show something, uh, I just don't think Arkansas has the offensive firepower to keep up with the Rebels. I. I'm not a big fan of the Arkansas quarterback, especially then last week kind of confirmed it. I don't think he makes nearly enough plays. Corral has been excellent so far at home this year, totaling over 700 yards through the air and on the ground with eight touchdown passes, no interceptions. The Rebels have outscored their opponents 115 to 38 at home, albeit not against great competition. I'll take the much better quarterback here in Corral. Poole does lead Arkansas in tackles, though, so kudos to him. He does, right? All right, that's our guy, Bumper Poole. He's spreading the love. He's getting our name out there. Listen, and making the, the teammates. But he said close friends. We'll go with close friends. Close friends are listening to the podcast, so that's good. We'll be checking in with him. It's going to be a Dallas Cowboy. That's why they cut Jalen Smith, parlay kid, right? Mm. Oh, yeah. Let's, make, let's get Poole with the Cowboys. Exactly what they did. All right, Sharp Tank. Now, Parley kid, we had an easy one. And when I say easy, I was uh, I was vomiting all over my kitchen floor <laughs> as that uh, folk kick just clanged against the upright because we had the Chiefs and the Bucks in. Did you have it? You had a teaser, right? Or money line parlay? Money line. I had parlay, the teaser. Right? I had a teaser. You had the teaser. All right. I think I've gone with you like four sharp tanks in a row. Uh, woo me again. I'll be happy to make it five. What's your uh, sharp tank? Pick? Yeah. Uh, well, I'm still debating. It's as I pick it right here. I you are. I mean, now's the time. A, taking a two or three team teaser. Uh, jeez. Let's just stick with the two teamer because that was my first gut. So we're gonna mm -hmm. take the Cowboys, getting uh six points added to this. So Cowboys minus one over the Giants. Mm -hmm. I think the Cowboys just have too much for the Giants to handle, and uh, the fans are frenzied right now in that stadium. And I'm going to take the Raiders, uh, add six to them. They're basically getting a half a point here to beat hmm. the Bears. 
Montgomery is a big loss for the Bears. The Raiders a little upset about the performance the other night. They bounce back with a win. So let's go Cowboys minus one. Raiders plus half a point here on a two-teamer, Sal. Minus 120. I do like it. I do like it, Harry. It's going to be tough to beat. Now you're going to give me some uh, WNBA player <laughs> prop or something, but go ahead. Let's hear it. I'm going to do a three-team parlay, two college, one pro, pays five to one. First, I'm going to take uh, – sorry, Eddie, here, but I'm taking Virginia Tech, money line, oh. minus 106 against the Irish. Virginia Tech, three and one this year. They played great defense so far, giving up just 15 points a game and held Sam Howell and UNC to just 10 points. Notre Dame doesn't know. It does look lost offensively. Go Cone or Pine, Pine or Cone. Offensively struggling, running the ball, 84 yards just only against Cincinnati, Kyrie Williams. Not the Williams of last year who had uh, 1,100 yards and 13 touchdowns. Um, they just look lost, Cincinnati. Uh, uh, losing to Cincinnati, they look lost now, especially offensively, the Irish do. So I think they lose on the road at Virginia Tech. Uh, I'm going to take Nebraska plus 146 at home against Michigan. I'm not that – I don't know. I think Michigan's a bit overrated here. Since that uh, Nebraska lost to uh, um, Illinois to start the season, the three and two, but the two losses came in tight games in Norman against Oklahoma and in overtime against, East Lan- uh, against Michigan State and East Lansing, who's still undefeated. And two weeks ago, Michigan very easily could have lost to Rutgers, who got trounced by Ohio State last week. So give me a uh, plus one forty six at home. Scott Frost gets a big win there. And I'm also my third team pro Vikings, my man, Kirk Cousins, minus 400 against the lions, easy money, easy money to just chalk up the parlay up to a five to one here. They've beaten the Lions seven straight times. And the six times that Kirk Cousins has gone up against the lions as a Minnesota Viking, mm. all six wins, 15 touchdowns, one pick. So it's Virginia Tech minus 106 money line, Nebraska money line plus 146 at home, and the Vikings minus 400 on the money line pays five to one. I mean, Goff's better than Cousins, but you're still you're still going Kirk Cousins there, huh? You like that parlay a little. I know you do. I can tell. All right, I'll I'll evaluate it in a second. Our brother Brian, what do you got? Well, I my sharp thing sucked last week, Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go two with the teaser. I mean, there's a lot of I don't know. I looked at like five million things to bet here, but I'm gonna go with the teaser too, like Parlay Kid. I'm gonna go something similar to Harry. I hate I hate trusting cousins, but I'm gonna bring the Vikings down to two and a half. I think they do bounce back at home. Um, lines back to back road games. I think this is a tough spot for them. Plus whatever Harry said about cousins. Um, and then I'm gonna go with you mentioned them earlier. I'm gonna go with the Browns. Bump them up to seven and a half. I think this is mm. a close one. Charges on a short week. Browns defense has been great. You know, you said it earlier. The Raiders line just was awful in that game on on Monday night. They couldn't capitalize on the Chargers' poor run defense. I think they, regardless, I think this is a really close, tight game with the Chargers that comes down to the last second. So give me the Vikings minus two and a half, the Browns plus seven and a half, uh, two-team teaser. Is that is this a spiteful bet, Parlay Kid, out of your brother? <laughs> Raiders got beat. <laughs> Gotta go. I don't know if they'll. I don't. I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be. Close. Oh, you don't tease right. a lot either. So I. I well, I do. I don't give out teasers. I tease right. all. I tease all the time, and I'm he worried, keeps them for himself. I'm yeah. worried about the teasers. This <laughs> I'm worried about the teasers this weekend because I see like, you know, I see four, like four sitting there, staring at me. Um, the ones mm. I gave out, the the Cowboys, the Parley Kid, like I'm a little scared. You know, the Ravens. 
Uh, Did I ask you, Brian, what the Raiders over under is? You think wins? You might know this anyway. Um, it's still probably only what it's uh, nine and a half, nine, nine eight and a half, eight and a half. Yeah, shit. eight and a half. Yeah. They're making the playoffs. Jump on the over. I like that. Uh, uh, well, did you, you guys obviously saw the 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 Bosa car stuff was great though. During yeah, the week Bosa just basically bashing car. That was pretty funny. That was fun. Car That's said, always car great. said he's using his motivation though, so it's good for <laughs> good for the Raiders. Harry, I'm not good. I don't think this is nice to do to Eddie Spaghetti. He's had a tough week, right? I mean, no. his, his Yankees got beat up uh, early in the I'm week. The Cowboys about to thrash him. I, I don't think it's nice to pile on. I'm not jumping on that. I, I'll tell you what, Parlay Kid, you, we gave everyone a lesson about teasers. People want to speak poorly about teasers. Let them do it their own way. Um, That's right. You know, do what you want. You like same game parlays? Do that. You like straight bets? You like taking on the dogs? Great. I like uh, getting favorites at minus one and plus a half, yep. especially the Raiders who lost last week and the Cowboys are just a class above the Giants. I'm going with you. I guess this is five in a row. I don't know. I don't know how many in a row this is, but Let's that's our uh, that's the sharp tank. Cowboys, Raiders, teaser. Boys minus one, Raiders plus a half. What do you think, uh, babyface Joel Solomon? Oh, yeah, that's right. It was the Red River shootout. It was Texas, Oklahoma. Yeah, they. Oh, we can't have shootout now, right? Par, yeah, Parlay Kid has been on absolute fire. I I wish I loved myself as much as Parlay Kid loves this Cowboys team. And <laughs> I, lo I love that he teased it down to, to the line to minus one, which I believe is to honor Harry's new sleeping arrangement. Minus oh, one. wow. <laughs> wow, is that right, Harry? <laughs> Just fine. You love that bad. Yeah. All right. Uh <laughs> Why is uh, now I'm crazy here, Spaghetti? Red River Shootout is no good. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure they got rid of that and a few other of those um, classic rivalry games. Like I'm not sure if I think Oregon Oregon State used to be the Civil War, but I think they changed that. I know they changed, but my, my God, Shootout is such a common sports term. A Shootout in hockey—that's the Ooh. overtime, right? And hockey is a shootout. Are they going to get rid yeah, of well, that I, too? I refrain. I refrain from saying that. Oh, you won't say that. Okay. All right. Yeah, I don't All say right. that. I respect you there. Again, tough week for uh, Spaghetti. Uh, Babyface, do you think it's good to have a captain of the degenerate trifecta, or we should leave it as it is? <laughs> Listen, we uh, we might have to put this to a vote. I think the only way to do it is to put it to a vote on, on mm. Twitter. I, mm. You know... I, th I think we could have three captains, like a lot of teams. I'm I'm okay with three captains. Like, Wouldn't that uh, be great if Harry had like a C a C on his one of his uh, weed Captain shirts Kenya. or something? Like, but then all you right, could Kenya's lose with the a K. C. But yeah, all right. <laughs> we'll throw a C on there. Yeah, three for C for candy apple. All right, that's it. We went through them eleven games. Uh, I'll lose the college ones. I'll do okay with the pro, and that'll be that. We'll check back in with you on Monday. For spaghetti and meatballs and babyface Joel Solomon and the Jenner trifecta, I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping.